This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Scott File has so many things filed away in his brain, he has to let some of it out to keep his head from exploding. He lets it out once a day with This Day in Sports History on the Blitz 1170. Seriously, the dude is like the History Channel, rain man of sports trivia. All right, we'll try and keep the Wayback Time Machine on the tracks. I can't promise anything, but we'll start in the year 1911. That's when Cy Young, at the age of 44, beats the Pittsburgh Pirates 1-0 for his 511th and final Major League victory. 1912, at Sportsman's Park against the Browns, Eddie Collins becomes the only player in big league history to steal, to steal six bases in one game for a second time. The Philadelphia Athletics second baseman's feat of thievery has yet to be surpassed. It will be 79 years until another major leaguer, Otis Nixon, even ties Collins' mark. 1915, the Red Sox asked the Braves for use of their larger park for the World Series. 1920, Chicago Grand Jury convenes to investigate charges that eight White Sox players conspired to fix the 1919 World Series. 1927, Gene Tunney wins a unanimous 10-round decision over Jack Dempsey at Soldier Field to retain his world heavyweight title in what is known as the long count fight. The fight is marred by a long 10-count in the seventh round. Dempsey knocks Tunney to the mat, but Dempsey doesn't go to a neutral corner. Referee doesn't start counting until four or five seconds after Tunney is down. Tunney regains his feet and goes on to win. 1935, the Boston Braves lose a National League record 110th game of their year. They would go on to finish the season with 115 losses. 1936, the Detroit Tigers sweep the St. Louis Browns 12-0 and 14-0. It's the biggest double shutout in Major League history. 1954, Carl Spooner of the Brooklyn Dodgers becomes the first pitcher to strike out 15 in his big league debut as the Dodgers beat the New York Giants 3-0. 1966, the Baltimore Orioles clinch their first American League pennant in 22 years. With a 6-1 victory over the Kansas City A's, their last pennant came in 1944 when they were the St. Louis Browns. 1969, Willie Mays hits his 600th home run of his career. The historic homer off Mike Corkins of the Padres proves to be the game winner in a 4-2 Giants victory at San Diego Stadium. 1973, at the Ryder Cup at Muirfield, U.S. beats Great Britain and Ireland 19-13. It's the first time Ireland is included in the team name. 1974, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Denver Broncos are the first teams to play to a tie, 35-35, with the new overtime rule in effect. 1977, Burt Blylevin tosses a 6-0 no-hitter for the Texas Rangers against the Angels at Anaheim Stadium. 1984, Mississippi Valley State's Willie Satellite Totten passes for 526 yards and a 49-32 win over Jackson State. Wide receiver Jerry Rice, who we heard mentioned earlier today, he He only had 285 yards receiving in the win. 1985, St. Louis Cardinals set an unusual streak by winning 9 of 10 games, each pitched by a different pitcher. 1986, Fernando Valenzuela of the Los Angeles Dodgers becomes the first Mexican pitcher to win 20 games in the majors, beating the Houston Astros 9-2 while allowing just two hits. Teddy Higuera will become the second only three days later. 1987, the 1,585-member NFL Players Association goes on strike after the New England-New York Jets Monday night game. The strike lasts 24 days. 1990, Illinois' Howard Griffith sets an NCAA record when he scores eight rushing touchdowns in a 56-21 route of Southern Illinois 
Griffith gets touchdowns on three consecutive carries in the second quarter, ties an NCAA record with four touchdowns in the third quarter. Griffith doesn't even play in the fourth quarter. It's the most points scored in an NCAA game by a player other than a kicker. 1990 as well, Andre Dawson of the Cubs steals his 300th base. An 11-5 loss to the New York Mets, becoming only the second player in big league history with 300 home runs, 300 steals, and 2,000 hits. The other, Willie Mays. 1991, Miami coach Don Shula gets his 300th career victory in the Dolphins' 16-13 win over Green Bay. 1993, pitcher Nolan Ryan of the Texas Rangers faces just three Seattle batters before hurting his right elbow in what turns out to be the last appearance of his career. Ryan finishes with 324 wins, 5,714 strikeouts, and seven no-hitters. Also in 93, the Colorado Rockies play their final home game of their first ever season and finish with a major league home attendance record. The Rockies played before 4.4 million fans at Mile High Stadium this year. 2002, New England's Tom Brady completes 39 of 54 passes for 410 yards and throws touchdown passes to four different receivers, leading the Patriots to a 41-38 overtime win over the Kansas City Chiefs. 2003, Detroit sets an American League record with its with its 118th loss, falling 12 to six to Kansas City. The 1916 Philadelphia A's, who finished the year 36 and 17, had held the record. 2007, Texas Tech quarterback Graham Harrell of, completes 46 of 67 passes for 646 yards. That's the fourth best total in major college history, in a 49 to 45 loss to Oklahoma State. Of course. Probably what's best remembered came after the game. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. 2012, Old Dominion's Taylor Heineke smashes the NCAA Division I record by throwing for 730 yards. He completes 55 of 79 attempts without being intercepted and leads the Monarchs back from a 23 third-point quarter deficit to a 64-61 win over New Hampshire. Happy birthday today to Hall of Fame Eagles wide receiver Harold Carmichael. He's 74. Mark Johnson, who is a member of the 1980 Miracle on Ice men's Olympic ice hockey team. He's 66. And former Cardinals outfielder Vince Coleman is 62 today. And that's a look at this day in sports history. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.